Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything, life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of The Surge Effect. In this episode of The Surge Effect, we're going to be talking a little bit about what transpired literally just the other day when Trudeau's government uh, came forward and said that they are um, going to start asking people that do uh, podcasts and uh, publish things on the Internet to register with the uh, CRTC here in Canada. Now, before I get started on some of the finer details of this stuff, let me talk about a couple of my sponsors for today. First sponsor for today is Love My Legs on Sound Grey Bruce. Click on the link in the description below and you can head on over to their Facebook page and check out what they have to offer. They have three different styles of waistbands. They are also the only lifetime guarantee in the business. So go on over to their webpage, uh, Facebook, and check out what they have to offer. Our next sponsor is T-Shirts, She-Shirts. Once again, click on the link below, head on over to their webpage, and check out what they have to offer because they are a clothing company. And they are more than just a T-Shirt company. They have different types of clothes you can purchase through the website and uh, they can mail them to you. Go and check out what they have to offer. All right, so let's get at the podcast about Bill C-11 and what transpired the other night when Trudeau basically came forward and said they're going to start regulating uh, podcasters and internet content. Meanwhile, when this all came through the house, I watched it all. They were like, oh, no, they're going to have nothing to do with that. They're going to have nothing to do with uh, online uh, people that do streaming or do podcasting. You know, They won't be affected. Bullshit. So here we go with the very first the very first thing that was mentioned. And actually Elon Musk posted this on his Twitter feed the other night. So Trudeau was trying to crush free speech in Canada. It's shameful. And uh, this fellow here by the name of uh, Glenn Greenwald, he said the Canadian government armed with one of the world's most repressive online censorship schemes announces that all online streaming services uh, that offer podcasts must formally register with the government to permit regulatory controls. Oh, regulatory controls. Imagine that. More regulatory controls. That's all we need is more government control of shit. CRTC takes major steps uh, forward to modernize Canada's broadcasting frame. Now, like I said, when I was going through this, uh, watching this in our house and uh, watching it unfold, uh, it's a mess. A total mess when it was unfolding. They pushed it through. They tried to push it through once, uh, didn't make it. Then they tried to push it through again for the twice, for a twice, second time, and it got held up at the, in the Senate. And I just kept pushing it. And it kind of said, like I, I covered this on one of my other podcasts. You kind of say to yourself, why do they keep pushing this forward? Why do they keep pushing this through? And they want to get this through to the end because they want to control everything. They want to control everything. They want to control what people hear, what they say. And what they do on the internet. It is absolutely a fucking shame. A shame. They should be ashamed of themselves, these people.
people that were voted into office and how they stick together instead of having their own their own way of thinking. They just go and flock with the herd. Okay? They just flock with the herd and then they just do what they want. It's crazy. So stop censorship. Canada is now one of the most dangerous places in the world for freedom of speech. Uh, four bills that they're going to be introducing, C-11, of course, C-18, C-36, and the Online Harms Act, each one building on top of the other uh, to build a censorship regime whose only comparison is places like North Korea, China, and it's not like any other mainstream media uh, that are actively opposing them, the opposite. They're actually excited about it. See, mainstream media, they got to get a grip because this shit come back to haunt you, haunt you. But they don't seem to get that. So this first little video clip I'm going to show you is when this was all going through our house, and this is Pierre Polyev, he's the opposition leader. Uh, he's just asking, making a few comments and asking some questions about Bill C-11. And this is, you know, this is before it was passed. This is in our house. Check it out. There is no culture without freedom of expression. Yeah. Just to point out the disinformation from that member. He says all artists support this. Well, even Margaret Atwood, no conservative. I don't think all artists support it. Podcasters didn't support it. I never supported it. I was against it from day one, along with every other podcaster that I know of, was against it from day one. Has said that this bill represents creeping totalitarianism, creeping totalitarianism. It gives the power to a woke agency, the CRTC, named by liberals, to manipulate social media algorithms in order to shut down voices it does not want people to hear. When will this government realize that Orwell's 1984 was not an instruction manual? Yeah. The Honorable Parliamentary Secretary to the Prime Minister. These are the same old talking points from the Conservative Party, and it happens to be the same talking points of big tech. Mr. B Mr. Speaker, why don't they finally stand up to the big guys and big tech in this country and, and try to do what we're doing and making sure that big tech is going to be paying their fair share to Canadian artists, Canadian producers? You know they kept saying about big tech paying their fair share. It has nothing to do with that. They like to make you think that. But no, that's not the case. No, to our local media. But instead of standing up for Canadians, these folks are standing up for the Googles, etc. Mr. Speaker, I ask them to come on to the right side and please support Canadians and people who produce these content. He said, he just said to, to come over to our side and support uh, Canadians' content. Well, after what he Trudeau just released the other day, they're not supporting content of creators, of podcasters, or any type of other streamers that are doing things. They're not supporting that. They're taking it away. The Honorable Leader of the Opposition. And therein lies the problem. The government will get to decide what is the right side of the debate and shut down everyone they consider to be on the wrong side. Let's be clear. This bill doesn't hurt big tech. They'll still monopolize all of social media. Their platforms will still dominate. It's just that government bureaucrats will be able to manipulate the algorithms to shut down the voices of individual Canadians. Top experts on freedom of expression online say that, and so does Margaret Atwood, who calls this 
creeping totalitarianism. If the Prime Minister is not afraid of debate, why is he so determined to shut it down? The Honourable Parliamentary Secretary. Right now, the tech, tech giants are not paying their fair share. And 71% of Canadians agree that they should be doing so. And this is the reason why that's why we are making sure that we have C11 to deal with this job. We know that the web giants must do more. Mr. Speaker, more for our culture, more for our local media, more to protect our children. That's exactly what we're doing. Why are they against that? The Honourable Leader of the Opposition. Favor of freedom of speech, Mr. Speaker. Exactly, and this is why they, the progressives, have they were fighting Bill C-11 for the longest time. They fought the good fight, but they got stung by NDP Liberal Coalition because they're like tight, like they're tight together. So they lost because of numbers, sheer numbers. These guys are about. The freedom, the freedom of expression, which is in our Charter of Rights and Freedoms, our Bill of Rights, our way to express ourselves freely, just like the United States has their freedom of speech. This is our freedom of expression. Same kind of thing, just a, just a different name to it. So they fought the good fight in regards to it, even though we did lose. And he's trying to tell them that liberals are going to try to take that away. But everyone's like, oh, no, it's all about the chat, the big tech giants, you know, paying their fair share. Bullshit. Big, talk, big tech has no problem with this bill. They'll keep making money hand over fist because of their oligopoly. The government doesn't want to break up that oligopoly. They've been sucking up to big tech for the last eight years. What they want to do is shut down debate. Mr. Speaker, Canadians want the freedom to express themselves without government control. Ask the honorable member to put his prop down, please. I think he's been around long enough to know what. That's Anthony Rada. That's the guy that uh, introduced the Nazi in the house the other day. He actually he just resigned because uh, yeah, he did a no-no. Prop is. I don't have to explain it. The honorable member has seven seconds left. It is a book, and it's still legal, Mr. Speaker, at least for now. When will the government stop its attack on freedom of speech and freedom of expression? They won't stop. Like I said, just this past Friday, Trudeau introduced it, that they're going to start hammering people that are doing online content. So when will they stop? They'll never stop. This is their playbook. Opposition. I have dedicated my life to ensuring that free speech occurs in this country. Be holding up a book and pretending that this is about anything other than making sure that big tech pays their fair share, that they pay their fair share to our artists and creators in this country, trying to pretend that there's anybody in this house who believes anything other than free speech. It's the very reason that member can go all over the country and say all kinds of nonsense that I disagree. Well, I disagree with a lot of their stuff, too, but what's next? When you disagree with them, what are you going to do? You're going to get hammered by, uh, by the government because you're disagreeing with what, they're ha what they have to say? This is what happens. So here's another uh, uh, video um, in the House in regards to C-11. And listen to what this fellow has to say. Mr. Speaker, last week, Morgan Fortier, creator of Canada's most-watched YouTube channel, appeared before the Heritage Committee and had this to say about Bill C-11. This bill, quote, has been written by those who don't understand the industries they're attempting to regulate. 
Worst of all, Section 4.2 hands sweeping power to the CRTC to regulate the internet use of everyday Canadians and small businesses. Mr. Speaker, this is the creator of Canada's most watched YouTube channel, someone we should be celebrating, not holding back. Will the minister make the very simple commitment to removing Section 4.2 from Bill C-11? Now listen to what this guy has to say. What we're hearing at, at the committee is that our culture, our cultural sector needs Bill C-11. C it's fundamental, Mr. Speaker, and this is what we're hearing day after day. Our musicians, our, our, our producers, our creators, they all need it, Mr. Speaker, and this is what we put forward. And it has the support of a lot of people across the country, Mr. Speaker, and I would like for once, for once, that the Conservatives support our industries, that for once they support the cultural sector. The Honourable Member for Perth Wellington. Mr. Speaker, we can support the cultural sector by taking user-generated content out of this bill and letting Canadian creators thrive here at home. Exactly, because they want to take user-generated content like what I'm doing and other, other podcasters are doing or other people that are doing on the, on the internet, especially in Canada, and they want to take that away. They want to take away their ability to do stuff, talk about stuff online. Maybe talk about stuff that mainstream media never talks about, like the stuff I've already been talking about for the last year and two years, as well as a lot of my fellow podcasters are doing the same thing. Yeah. And internationally, the Liberals claim that user-generated content won't be included in C11, but yet the chair of the CRTC contradicted the government and said that it will, and it could regulate user-generated content. We still haven't seen the government's policy directive on C11. The government could do that right now, release the policy directive and confirm and make it clear the user-generated content will be excluded from Bill C11. No, the user-generated content was not taken out of B Bill C11. They left that in there. They argued about it, they discussed it on the, on the, on the floor, and they still left it in there because they knew what was coming down the pike later on people like myself or people that are doing online content are going to get hammered you know it's ridiculous General Minister of Canadian Heritage well, Mr. Speaker I have to admit that the Conservatives are very very creative because they invent a lot of stuff yeah, because fact, C11 too. is only about the, the online streamers those companies to contribute to the Canadian culture that's it Mr. Speaker they made it up right, that's it so platforms it's very simple platforms are in and users are out. That's it, Mr. Speaker. Could they please for once, for once support our artists? Do you hear what he just said? He literally just said what the platforms are, uh, that were, are in this bill and the users are out. That's literally what he just said. I'm just going to back it up just a bit more and see if I can get that part in there again. See what he says. For once support our artists in our cultural sector. Could they please for users are out. Platforms, it's very simple. Platforms are in, users are out. Well, not according to what just transpired literally on Friday. And today is Monday. I just showed you this. CRTC takes major step forward to moderate Canada's broadcasting framework. This literally just transpired on Friday. So do you see how they lie, how they manipulate words, how they say one thing in the house 
And they turn around and they literally, a few months later, they just throw it on his ass. They just flip it upside down. It's ridiculous. You know, history has a terrible thing of a way of repeating itself. Right? Past practice dictates future practice. That's why people should know about what happened in the past. Our children need to know what happened in the past. We need to know what happened for, in World War II, why it happened, who our allies, allies were, what that totalitarian dictator did to his own people and how it started. You know, So I'm going to give you just a little bit of a – you can go online and check these things out yourself very, very easily. This is the Reichstag. Now, the Reichstag, of course, was a uh, major parliament building in Germany, 1933. Now, the Reichstag, of course, it was burned. But the day after the fire, February 28, 1933, President Hindenburg, at Hitler's urging, issued two emergency decrees designed to make sure uh, such arrests legal, even though even those that had already taken place. Uh, their titles for the defense of the nation and state to combat treason against the German nation and treasonous activities reveal how Hitler used the fire to further his own goals. The two degrees uh, su suspended until further notice even every part of the Constitution that protected personal freedoms. The Nazis claimed that the decrees were necessary to protect the nation from the communist menace. That's interesting. Next one, on March the 5th, 1933, the government held an election for the control of the Reichstag. The Nazis won 288 seats, which was 43.9% of the vote. The communists won 81 seats, which was 12.3%. Even though the representatives were unable to claim those seats, if they appeared in public, they faced immediately arrest. Other opposition parties also won significant number of seats, and the Social Democrats captured 119 seats, which was 18.3%. And the Catholic Center Party... They won 73 seats, which is 11.2%. Together, the Communists, Social uh, Democrat, and the Catholic Center parties won nearly as many seats as the Nazis, but their members distrusted one another almost as much as they feared the Nazis. As a result, these parties were unable to mount a unified opposition to the Nazi party. Still under Nazi control, the Reichstag passed a new law on March 21, 1933, that made it a crime to speak out against the new government or criticize its leaders, known as the Malicious Practices Act. The law made even the smallest expression of dissent a crime. Those who were accused of gossiping or even making fun of the government officials could be arrested and spent and sent to prison for or a concentration camp. See how this shit works? How did the Nazis use censorship? Well, when the Nazis came to power in 1933, the German constitution guaranteed freedom of speech and freedom of the press. But through decrees and laws, the Nazis abolished these civil rights and destroyed German democracy. Starting in 1934, it was illegal to criticize the Nazi government. Even telling a joke about Hitler was considered treachery. Crazy, isn't it? How did propaganda and censorship work together? Textbooks books are a good example of how propaganda and censorship work together in the uh, Nazi regime. Nazis used both propaganda and censorship to control 
uh, what students read in school. Sound familiar? Uh, Nazi censors removed some textbooks from classrooms. New textbooks taught students to obey the Nazi party, love Hitler, and hate Jews. Key dates, May the 10th, 1933, Nazi book burnings. During the spring of 1933, Nazi university students organized professors and librarians put together a long list of books they think are un-German. These lists include books written by Jewish authors. They also include books by non-Jewish authors whose ideas conflict with Nazi ideals. On the night of May 10th, 1933, Nazis hold book burnings. Uh, they march by torchlight in nighttime parades, sing chants, and throw books into huge bonfires. On the night, more than 25,000 books were burned. March 28, 1935, premiere of the propaganda film Triumph of the Will. Lenny Rosenthal's propaganda film Triumph of the Will premiered in Berlin. The film shows footage taken in 1934 Nazi Party rally in Nuremberg. The footage from the rally shows smiling children, cheering crowds, and uniformed Nazis. It featured military parades and a speech by Adolf Hitler, Triumph of the Will, and became one of the most infamous Nazi propaganda films. Yeah. Banning Germans from listening to foreign radios. World War II begins uh, on September the 1st, 1939. Shortly afterwards, the Nazi regime uh, makes listening to foreign radio broadcasts illegal. This is an attempt to control what information Germans hear about the war. The Nazi regime sees uh, news information from outside Germany as a security threat. They are worried about foreign radio broadcasts, which some Germans can access on their home radios. Later in the war, the regime even sentenced people to death for listening to foreign radio stations. Now, this in a nutshell, it shows you real quick how things happen in Germany, how they promised you one thing and then took, took something away. Politicians have been doing this forever. And if you don't think they have, just go do a couple of quick searches online and you find all kinds of shit of politicians saying one thing and doing another. Here's a great little clip here of one and only the Prime Minister of Canada and what he said years ago and what he says literally this year. Listen to this. Registering your guns is, is just the first step towards taking away guns from everyone. That's never going to happen because here in Canada, we have a culture that has, that has grown up with guns and that respects the need. From today forward, it is no longer legal to buy, sell, or transfer a handgun in Canada. So, back in 2010, he was like, oh, they're not going to take your stuff away. There's no way they're going to do that. And then literally six months ago, he's like, yep, you can't even buy a handgun in Canada. They're not going to happen, right? So see how they do one thing, and then they, they say one thing, and then they do another, right? So that little history lesson in regards to what happened with, with Nazi Germany, that shit happens. That shit happens. 
They slowly pick away at your rights and your freedoms. Next thing you know, you're, you're, you're looking at what the hell happened there? What, what, just, what just transpired? One minute I'm going along, life's happy trail, life is good. Next thing you know, all my rights are gone. I have no rights. I can't even make a decision on anything because I'm not making the decisions anymore. Somebody else is making the decisions for me. It's crazy how fast this happens. So you have to stay diligent. Fire off emails to your MPs and your MPPs down in the states. Do that with your congresswomen, your senators, your congressmen and your senators. Stay on top of these politicians because you voted them in. They work for you. We don't work for them. Sometimes they forget that. They need to step up to the plate and step up fast and start doing the right thing for this country. That's what they have to do. All right, folks. Well, that's enough of my podcast for today. So thank you very much for uh, subscribing. Thank you very much for liking my videos. If you haven't subscribed or even liked, please subscribe and like and ring my little bell there and it'll be notified in up and coming uh, videos that I that I process and put out there. You'll be notified immediately as soon as I upload them. Uh, I can also be found on Rumble. All my videos go over to Rumble and all the audio content of all my podcasts go to uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, anything on the Android app. Just literally go to the um, podcast app, go to your search bar, Type in The Surge Affect, Affect with an A, The Surge Affect, and you will see my TSA logo with my microphone in a black logo, and that's on there as well. Okay, so like I said, thank you very much for tuning in. Always appreciated, and until next time I put a video out, have yourself a, a fantastic day. Cheers, everyone. This episode sponsored by he shirts she shirts go to www.heshirtsheshirts.ca just type in the letters tsa the surge effect when you check out type in tsa for your coupon and receive 10 percent off your next purchase thanks for listening to today's podcast everybody